In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. Amen. Begin by reading Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 10, and then Matthew chapter 6, verses 22 to 33. Seek first the kingdom of God, says the Lord, and all these things will be added to you. That's right at the very end of that chapter in Matthew. Well, it's worthwhile from time to time doing a prayer check and seeing what it is that you are seeking from God. What are you praying for? What are you asking God to do for you? Um, frequently I hear people asking me for prayers and praying saying, I would like to have a better career, Father, so please pray for me for that. Or I need a bigger home, a nicer place to live, where I live now is really not suitable for me. Or my family, I, I'd like to have a family, I'd like to have a really lovely wife and so on. Um, I, I need to have good holidays, could you pray about that? And We'll pray about getting some money together. In fact, we could do it with lots more money altogether. Children's clothes and so on, they all, they all of them need paying for, you know. And we need to have uh, fun times. So, what are you after? And why should God provide all those things for you? You see, the truth is that in so many ways, if you have God as your boss, then you have, in worldly terms, a really rotten awful boss. God is a wonderful God, but a terrible employer. He demands all of your time, he demands all of your effort, all of your thoughts, all of your energy, all of your life, and he pays you not one pound in return. <laughs> Imagine taking that to an employment tribunal. Well, you know, what are the sort of things we worry about and think about? Some of them really quite straightforward, like what are we going to wear? The Lord deals with that. Well, are you going to wear designer clothes? Are you going to wear stuff from German Street, maybe? Pay through the nose for them. Are you going to wear stuff from Primark? or from Marks and Sparks, where's it going to come from? Or from the back row of uh, the local supermarket? What about food? What are you going to eat and what are you going to drink? What sort of food are you going to impress people with? You, know, you look on television, as I do from very time to time, you'll see that TV is absolutely filled with cooking programmes nowadays. Well, they take perfectly decent food and make something absolutely unrecognisable from it. <laughs> uh, and pile it all up in a power tower, like a sort of... I don't know why anybody wants that. But anyway, that's what they do. What about length of life? Isn't that something you might ask from God? And we do. God grant you many years, we say. Not quite what we mean. Everybody likes the idea of having a long life. But what about growing old? With all the aches and pains, and some of them really painful pains, of growing old and the frustration of no longer being in control. And so, 
often happens. Well, what does the Lord say about this? Well, let's start off with clothing again. What does he say? As many as have been baptised into Christ have put on Christ. Imagine that clothing. What could be more splendid, more beautifully arrayed than being dressed not like the lilies of the field, not like Solomon in all his glory, but dressed in God? As many as have been baptised into Christ have put on Christ. What a wonderful thing the sacrament of baptism does for us. Putting on Christ itself, who could be better arrayed than that? You don't need to go to German Street for that. You don't need to go and look at Lokes or, I don't know, some sort of fashion designer, Harvey Nichols or somewhere, in order to put on Christ. You're baptised, naked. And as you're baptised, so you put on Christ. Alleluia. What about food? Well, what did the Lord say? He said that God feeds even the birds of the air. They don't toil or spin or do anything like that. But God feeds them, and he feeds you and I too. Sunday by Sunday, feast day by feast day, liturgy by liturgy, he feeds us. He gives us bread and wine which is indeed the body and blood of Christ himself. And this transforming food turns you also into the body and blood of Christ. What could be finer food than that? What restaurant could you go to for that? Well, the restaurant you go to is the restaurant of heaven where Jesus Christ himself is the host, the cook, the preparer, the consecrator, and the giver of the food of eternal life to you. Which brings me to that next thing. Length of life. Wow. The length of life that the Lord gives us is eternal life with him, dressed in him, fed on him, living in him, we are eternal like he is eternal. And we begin that eternal life, those many years, as it were, which are not about day after day or year after year, but eternity with Christ himself fitted and fit for him forever and ever and the ages of ages that eternal life in Christ so St Paul says you know God does this for you because he loves you he loves you so much that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, and 
His resurrection has brought us life. So seek first, not a great career, or a beautiful house, or a great daimler, or incredible family, or holidays in fancy places, or pots of money stored away in some bank vault, or fun times, or great memories, but seek instead, first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And he'll feed you, he'll clothe you, he'll give you span of life, all of which is actually himself. This is what the saints did, and this is why we venerate them again and again. Here in Lincolnshire, we celebrate all the saints of Lincolnshire, 401 Orthodox saints of an amazing variety of people. Glory to God. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and go and join them in eternity, feeding on Christ, clothed with Christ, having eternal life in Christ. Your prayers. God bless you. Amen.